1: Five months have passed since Hamas brutally attacked Israel, launching a vicious war for Israel's very survival. As Israel fights for her existence, so many people around the world, even in America, Israel's greatest ally, have turned their backs on the Israeli people right when they need friends the most. Friends like us. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews is on the ground in Israel, delivering critically needed emergency supplies to those suffering right now. There is an immediate Need for essentials like food, medicine, and emergency supplies for hundreds of thousands of suffering Jews. Many cannot return to their homes because of rocket fire in the north from Hezbollah. Israel is in desperate need, and that's why I'm partnering with the fellowship today. Every donation is urgently needed. To give to IFCJ, visit supportifcj.org. That's one word support ifcj.org your gift will be matched to double in impact and help provide twice the support support ifcj.org. god bless and thank you Pure Talk believes in American values, and that free should mean exactly that. Free! Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, and 15 gigs of data and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash jesse and claim your eligibility for your free, brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. It's time for you to join half a million people in doing what? Well, doing something cool. Get a burn a Less Lethal Pistol. That's up B-Y-R-N-A. It fires powerful ammunition, tear gas, kinetic ammo, incapacitates an attacker for 30, 40 minutes. Having a less lethal option is crucial. It's legal in all 50 states. No background checks are required. They ship it right to your door. B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse gets you an exclusive 10% discount. Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. Again, remember, tomorrow's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your questions in now to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. In case you missed it, we've been on. It's been an extra long interview. I never do these. I hardly have an interview at all. But Terry Shepard, Special Forces, Task Force Dagger. He hosts Hollywood Weapons, which is solid gold, I might point out. All right, Terry, explain on top of... On top of bringing the remains home, which we'll get to that here in in a quick second, why why is it helpful for our guys who are still with us and have some demons they're struggling with? Why does this help them at all?
2: Absolutely, man. So you know this. Uh, you know, when you leave that life, especially I'm talking about combat guys. I, I mean, everybody in the military sure. but for us especially, When you get out, whether you retire or some guys are medically retired, which is really a hard pill to swallow because you're like, you weren't ready to leave, but like you had your legs blown off or you had, you know, a a brain injury or something like that. It's really difficult to get up in the morning and figure out, well, why the hell am I still going? Like, you know, know, at one point you were important, and now all of a sudden you're just another Joe, and you're not really, you know, you miss the team. I was a team sergeant for several years, and I – I miss my guys, you know. I, I, yeah, I miss the cool stuff we did, and, and I, I miss the violence. We—that's that's just the fact. But I, I miss the guys more than anything. I miss that family, and I miss—I miss that it's a real brotherhood. And so when we do this, we've taken guys who are having some real problems, and some of those cats are now dive instructors, right? You know, and, and they're now they're a part of the of the, of the uh, you know instructor core of us, and and it changes your life to get up in the morning and not think, well, why the hell am I getting up anymore? And I think it, I've struggled with that over the years, and, and I know other guys have. And one of the things, you know, like it was really great being around some of these cats. I hadn't met a bunch of them, and this is the first time I met them. And we're all kind of sharing stories and bonding and laughing and, of course, insulting each other mercilessly, <laughs> as we do. And I remember saying in the final dinner, I said, guys, do me a favor. What you, the generosity that you, were, that you showed here to me, talking about your struggles and all that and, and 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 the sort of tolerance with everybody's BS and the, you know, the acceptance and that sort of that sort of like love don't leave it in Saipan, bring that back, bring that back to the United States, bring that back to your families. They've earned it. They, they deserve it. And you could see guys, guys get that. And so what started out as a, as a way to sort of get guys another skill and to get them around special operations guys and dudes who have lived the same kind of life has become this this focus where we're like, guys, the go- and the government, we have a great relationship with uh, DPAA, the lab, because they know what we can do. And one of the g- best compliments we got from the archaeology people was they're like, we've never seen people learn this stuff so fast and work so hard. It's like, well, that's, that's what we do. You know what I mean? So it was, uh, it, it, it's a really great uh, team. And, uh, I mean, I really can't wait to get back. Um,
1: Terry, who pays Bobby- for all this?
2: Well, that's the thing. So, so we are a charity. Task, if you if people want to look at TaskForceDagger.org, uh, dot org, we're a charity. We take donations. Our overhead operating overhead is really low. It's like maybe not even ten percent. So most of the money we get goes to the service member, whether it's the you know cancer treatment or the dive stuff or anything else, you know, getting plane tickets for people who's who lost someone over overseas. um ECU, East Carolina funds this too through the archaeology program, and also uh, the government does this as well. So, We're all volunteers, man. We don't make a dime doing it. We do it out of love. So I I would, again, I would recommend, I would urge people who are interested in helping us out to go to that website, taskforcedagger.org, and see the things we do, not just the dive stuff, but all the other stuff we do to help guys who are, you know, having problems, whether it's mental, physical, psychological, spiritual, whatever, man. And uh, that's why we do what we do. We do it out of love, man. Everything we do, we do out of love. And I'd like to think that if I was lost in combat, Someone would try to come and get me. I think, Task, I think they earned that.
1: Taskforcedagger.org. I want to second what Terry just said. You know, I don't do this often. Uh, I want to encourage you to go support this mission. Taskforcedagger.org. If it's on your heart, if this kind of thing tugs at you. And finally, Terry, I, on what you just said, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, okay. uh, on what you just said, can you explain in your own words? I've tried to do it in mine. Uh, why that matters? Why bringing home bones? You know, there's, there's no one in there anymore. Why bringing home bones in, in a cave in the mud and under the water or wherever they may be? Why bringing them back home? Why does that mean something to you?
2: Well, I mean, I think it's kind of obvious, but I'll, I'll try to articulate it. I look at it this way. Those guys went over and fought and they faced awful, awful, awful things, which we, we have done now. And they were killed. They were killed in the service of the country and the least we can do is to make the effort to try to bring them back obviously a ship that goes down in the marianas trench that's their grave and we're not going to get them but if we can bring anybody back that we can bring back they freaking earned it and so that's that's why it's important it's also closure for the families can you imagine like can you imagine a bunch of vets showing up and, and, and and going to the family this is your grandfather we brought him home he's back now he earned that and so i think that's We do it out of love, man, and and like I said, I I, I would like to think that the government, who you are not fans of, but I would like to think that the government and society in general would want to do that for the people that never came back. I think they've earned it.
1: Terry Schappert, TaskForceDagger.org is what it's called. Again, I want to encourage you to go give. If that if that mission strikes you as it strikes me, go give today. Terry, my brother, Semper Fi, I appreciate you, man, very much.
2: Man, I, I love you, man. Thanks. And now I guess that we've gotten this out of the way the mom jokes can commence.
1: So let uh, let I'll them resume. <laughs> Be good, boss. I'll uh, talk to you soon. Thanks, buddy. Soon, uh, Bye. Good man right there. All right. Let's get to some emails. Jesse, hey, devil. I'm glad you're talking about getting people to read history. I hated reading in grade school, but when I started reading old history books, I enjoyed that. By junior high, I'd passed reading what the seniors were assigned. Just tell everyone to read history written before Howard Zinn. L- listen, I-, I brought this up for a reason because we just had, obviously, a very, it's, I know it's unusual for the show and we still have a bunch of politics and stuff to get to, but we just had Terry Shepard on the show. And people ask me a lot about history and stuff we talk about and reading. And and like he was talking about Saipan. Saipan is an incredibly fascinating, fascinating battle, terrible battle. But if you get to the more modern stuff when it comes to historical stuff, a lot of it is crap. And that's terrible. And the reason it's crap is it's written by an author who's gone through America's now disgusting education system. And the historical perspective they have is that America sucks and the West sucks and everything. Su- that's just how they view the world. And because you view the world through the lens of America being an evil, racist, imperialist country, it bleeds through in the history and you can't get accurate information anymore. Look, if this human being's writing your history book, you're not doing well.
0: Here's a developmentally appropriate way to talk to toddlers about bodies and gender. You know the body parts? That your diaper or your panties or your underwear cover?
1: Okay, I'm grossed out. All right, I'm not going to play that. I actually changed my mind. You know what? Scratch that off the list, Chris. We're not, we're not playing that. But look, you understand what I'm saying. If that human being is sitting down to write history books, that human being, well... That human being is not going to give you a very good view of the West or America or anything else. All right? All right. I've loved having Terry Shepard on. Let's get to some more emails here. And remember, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday for you new listeners. They don't have to be political. I take the entire show on Fridays and I answer your questions. Whatever you email in, they can be political. That's fine. But it doesn't have to be. It could be about history stuff or employment or whatever. It could be stupid. It could be about food. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. And we did something last night. I'm not doing it again tonight, so don't call in. No more calls tonight. But we did something where I talked about I had a moment yesterday when I felt old. And we took calls all night. It was hilarious. Go download the podcast version of it if you missed it. It was hilarious. We took phone calls all night about, did you ever have a moment where you felt old? And people emailed a bunch in. I just heard your podcast that your birthday is on July 20th. That's a big date in our country's history and a big day in my life. 1969, Apollo 11 landed on the moon. 81, you were born. 2005, my second granddaughter was born. And in 2000, 2000, I was operated on for prostate cancer. My PSA was 24, essentially off the charts. On my 10-year anniversary of my surgery, my urologist said that if I had told him we'd be having this conversation 10 years later, he never would have believed me. He fully expected me to pass away nearly 22 years later. I'm still above ground and vertical. I love your fighting mentality, and you've been a great inspiration to me. So even though you're 42 years my junior, you're a hero to me. Semper Fi Marine. He said I can use his name. His name is Brian. Man, that's awesome. Jesse, my name's Linda Curlin from Reading, Pennsylvania. I was listening to your show on Wednesday. You said you had a moment when you realized you were getting old. I'm 60 years old and I heard Paul McCartney will be 80 in June. That was my moment. I realized I was getting old. <laughs> My husband and I have been using my pillow since they first came out. Thank you very much. Yes. And what's better than my pillow? All right. Now, here's a headline you should probably be paying attention to Why the price of gold is heading for a new all time high. How long have I been telling you to call Oxford Gold Group on the show? A long time, right? They will deliver gold to your front door. It. There's nothing we can do about it. It's inevitable. With inflation here, interest rates going through the roof, the value of the dollar, it's not good. Gold is going to be there for us. I'm not saying do anything crazy or do anything drastic. I'd never tell you that. I'm saying call 833-995-GOLD and tell Oxford Jesse told you to call. All right, They'll deliver gold to your front door. If you'd done it six months ago, you'd be even better. Do it now so six months from now you don't hate yourself. 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. Oxford Gold Group.
2: Fighting for your freedom every day. USA! USA! The Jesse
1: Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly show, Chris. Do you know what movie that was from? A James Bond movie. That's very good, Chris. Uh, would you do me a favor uh, before we go into the rest of the politics and stuff like that? Would you start the song again? And I'm going to give you another, oh, I'd say 10, 15. Yes, Chris. Live Living that dies the name of the movie. Thank you, Chris. Good work. Good work. I'm very proud of you for breaking, for figuring that out. Good grief. It's like it's like I run a daycare. It is it is seriously like I run a daycare here at the Jesse Kelly Show. <laughs> Tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Email your questions into Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. Uh, if you missed Terry Shepard, he was on for a long time. Uh do yourself a favor and go download the podcast and listen to that interview as soon as it's available. iHeart Google Spotify and iTunes. Go go do that. All right, we have to ad- let's address the Mike Tyson thing. Before we get back to more Florida news and the rights mentality and Biden and everything else. Now you may be saying what Mike Tyson thing? Well, I guess I'm going to, it's up to me. Look, it's up to me, I guess, to break the story. It's journalist Jesse. There's just no one better. We love Jesse. He's the best. Jesse, please kiss my baby. Jesse, 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 Jesse. What well, Chris? I'm sorry. I have to break people's. I have to break news for people. All right, that's the job of journalist Jesse. Uh, Mike Tyson punched somebody in the face a lot on an airplane. Now, here's a little backstory on Mike Tyson. I know you know a lot of obviously Mike Tyson's life. Everyone alive today understands that Mike Tyson was a boxing champion. Now, if you're a little younger, I understand we have a bunch of younger people who listen to this show. You might not realize how big he was when he was big. When Mike Tyson was big and knocking people out all over the place he was I mean Michael Jordan was around so maybe this isn't fair to say but Mike Tyson was either the biggest or second biggest thing in sports. He was appointment television. Yes Chris he not only had his own video game it was a sweet video game but impossible to beat. We're not going to go into that right now. Anyway then uh, now Mike Tyson had a a rough upbringing, to put it mildly. He's been vocal about the fact he, he would rob old ladies of their groceries on the way home. He grew up in the hood's hood. Rough upbringing. An angry young man. And then gets snatches up by the boxing community. And the boxing community is, for whatever reason, it'd be fascinating to dig into this. The boxing community is uh, <clears throat> shady, to put it mildly. I had dinner with a, a heavyweight, former heavyweight champion one time. Me and my friend Michael Berry. We were just—it was somebody he knew. I didn't know the guy, so I'm not name dropping. I don't know the guy, and I don't want to drop his name anyway. But he was—he was talking about how many organized crime figures he ran into during his time as a professional boxer. It's just—I—I—I know, Chris. It is weird. I don't know why. It's just a very scummy business. Mike Tyson had a bunch of bad people around him, so on and so forth. Very angry young man. Didn't get a lot of guidance. Eventually goes to prison. People debate for the to this day whether or not he actually did it. Who knows? You never know. You never know. But uh, clearly, a very rough young man, to put it mildly. Whether he did, even if he didn't do it, he was not, not exactly somebody you'd want babysitting your kids. To, all right. Well, he then has since reformed himself, somewhat, I guess. I, he does have a big scary face tattoo, but he has since no, he has since reformed himself, and he's. Pretty widely respected. I don't know Mike Tyson, so if he turns, if he's a world class piece of trash, so be it. But that is his reputation from people I know who know him that he's widely respected now. Very gentle now. Very gentle. Very laid back. Very supposedly, from what I hear, he's very friendly. Like if you see him, hey Mike, I want to, I want to get a selfie for Instagram. It couldn't be cooler, from what I understand about the whole thing. And now there's a video floating around of him punching somebody in the face. He's on an airplane. He's leaning over and punching the guy in the seat behind him. There's also video going around of the guy behind him who is clearly trashed. And I mean trashed drunk. The guy behind him is talking a lot of mess to Mike Tyson. Word is that Mike Tyson kept telling the guy, chill out, chill out, chill out. And 55 and mellow or not, he's still Mike Tyson. At some point in time, the, the accusation is the guy threw a water bottle at him. Ah, not a good idea. Eventually, the guy was dragged off the plane with blood coming out of his head. That happens when Mike Tyson chooses to punch you in the face. People are up in arms about this story or talking about this story. Mike Tyson's wrong or the drunk idiot's wrong or this is what should be done there's something about society today that I don't understand. And maybe I'm the weird one. Maybe it's me. <clears throat> What's the problem here? It's fixed. Everything worked out. I, I, don't, I don't want to sound like a barbarian or a caveman, but everything worked out. And it worked out, honestly, great for everybody. You know, young men, whether they're inebriated or not, feel the need to test themselves Sometimes that means uh, extreme sports. I'm going to try and do a new flip thingy on the skateboard or whatever you skateboarders call it. Sometimes it may mean joining the military. Sometimes sometimes it means challenging somebody to a fight, running your mouth to somebody you shouldn't run it to, and being taught a lesson. Nobody's dead here. Nobody's seriously injured. What's the news? A dude... Got hammered, mouthed off to somebody he shouldn't have mouthed off to, might need a couple stitches. I bet he won't do it again. Everyone wins. And I, boy, I know mothers are going to hate when I say this. Don't worry, it's family friendly. It's just a philosophical difference. I don't think this is the case, obviously, for women. No one should ever really lay a hand on a woman. But... I think it's healthy for a guy at some point in his life, whether it be as a young guy or an older guy, it's healthy for a man to get socked in the face. It helps teach you your manners. It helps teach you your place in the world. I've lipped off before. I've been punched in the face. I've punched others in the face. I don't look back on those lessons and say, woo, that was awesome. But I do look back on those lessons and say, ah, okay, watch your tongue next time be real careful who you're lipping off to. So there, that's all I had to say about that. Now, let's talk about the communists and how they think. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly show on a Thursday and it is time it is time to have another communism talk, as we do from time to time on the show. But before I get to that, let me get to a couple emails. I'm, I'm behind on some emails, Chris. Shut up. Sometimes I get distracted. We had a lot of stuff to talk about, Chris. I'm sorry. Maybe we shouldn't discuss our heroes being buried overseas. Support our troops, Chris. Maybe maybe you don't realize. You know, freedom is not free. It's not, Chris. It's not. Jesse. Big thanks for the Omaha is underrated comment. I'm just talking about Omaha, Nebraska last night. I grew up in Omaha, moved around a bunch, Minneapolis, multiple Texas cities, Houston, and recently returned with my family for better schools. I always tell people that anytime I get someone to visit Omaha, it exceeds expectations, and it sounds like you've had a similar experience. Love the show. Keep it up. I'll tell you this. uh, It's not hard. To talk somebody into visiting New York City. New York City's freaking awesome. It's freaking awesome. Now, obviously, I realize it's had some problems and I haven't been back in a while because all the vaccine stuff and crime stuff, but overall, on a macro level, New York City's awesome. It's not hard to tell somebody, hey, you should uh, visit Denver. Have you ever seen Denver? It's freaking beautiful. Rocky Mountains, it's, just, it's awesome. Uh, hey, we should go to LA. Yep, sign me up. But you know what doesn't get any love at all? The Midwest, F- they call it Flyover Country. It doesn't get any love at all. Again, you don't have to twist someone's arm to go visit Seattle. It's the Pacific Northwest. It's beautiful and the fog and the it, it, Seattle's awesome. I realize the communists have wrecked the daggone place, but Seattle's sweet. But when you mention something like Omaha, Nebraska, St. Louis, people tend to they tend to turn their nose up at anything that isn't along the coast. Let me tell you, let's let's have a chat. Pull pull up a chair. We're going to get to communists and how they think for a second. Pull up a chair. Hooters. You ever heard of Hooters? Just stay with me, Chris. You ever heard of Hooters? Obviously, you have. It's the restaurant that sells chicken wings and beer and and part of the selling point, obviously, a big part of the selling point is (laughs) young ladies. Young ladies, you know, it's, uh, wearing tank tops and shorts and such. That's all we're going to go into right now. And that's become a thing now. There's now other restaurant chains. That's their selling point is they're selling attractive young ladies. But you know what almost all those restaurants have in common? The food sucks. Do you know what uh, beachside restaurants have in common? I've been to a few beaches. We went to Virginia Beach a bunch when I, a bunch when I was a kid. We drive down there. I've uh, been to a couple Florida beaches recently. I like the beach. I enjoy the water. I'm naturally drawn to the water. I like it. So you, when you're at the beach, inevitably, especially when you're with the wife, I can we eat at the beachside restaurant and watch the sunset. And you always have to say yes to that. Get ready, Chris. It's coming for you. Uh, don't worry, Chris. We'll we'll get you there on discount night or something. Either way, you know what most beachside restaurants have in common? The food sucks. One, one last thing, one last thing. You ever been to a vacation destination? I just brought up Florida, and since we're about to talk a little bit about Florida, it's a great time to bring this up. Florida. You know, Florida has the Gulf Coast side, they have the Pacific Coast side, and I've gone to each. I mean, We've all been there in the past couple of years. It's the only place you can vacation without a stupid mask on your face, but Florida's a great example of this. Mexico, wherever. You get to a beach town or a beach area. You know, I have all these hotels right on the beach. But there are also hotels off the beach. And you know what the most jaw-dropping hotels are? The ones off the beach. Why? Because they have to be better. They have to be better. Do you know why the food isn't that good at the beachside hotel? Because it doesn't have to be good. You're going to go eat at that restaurant no matter what. Because it's on the beach. You want to know why the food doesn't have to be great at Hooters? They're not bringing in, you know, chefs for scratch made meals. And fresh produce every day. And you know why? Because you're not going there for the food, guys. That's why. No judgment. Let's just be honest about that. Let's be frank about something. You're as good as you have to be at all times you are as good as you have to be at all times the midwest midwestern cities like omaha they're not on the beach they're not selling you white sandy beaches they're not los angeles hey come on out pretty girls on every corner they're not new york city hey we're the most important city in the country it's not seattle come down to the fish market it's not denver enjoy the rockies You're Omaha, Nebraska, so you have to be better at things other people aren't, and they are. Those Midwestern cities, Indianapolis, Oklahoma City, there's all kinds of them. They're underrated, man, and I'll tell you something else. They're underrated vacation spots, too, because you can go there. Yes, Chris. In fact, this is perfect for you, Chris, because I was just about to say you can go there They're more affordable, which I know is right up your alley, Chris. Everyone knows that. They're more affordable. You can stay at a nicer hotel, excellent meals, friendly people. Don't sleep on the Midwest. Do not sleep on the Midwest. Trust me on that. Hey, Jesse. I'm 55. Oh, he's talking about his old guy moment like we did last night on the show. I had my old guy moment about 12 years ago. While at a restaurant eating breakfast with my youngest daughter. I made the mistake of telling her that I needed to stop by the drugstore to pick up a pair of cheater glasses, says I was having trouble reading and my arms were not long enough anymore. She thought about it for a second and she said, that's fine, dad. While we are there, we can pick you up a bedpan and a cane as well. (laughs) Brutal. You said you can say my name if you read this. I love the show, brother. I listen every day. All the other talk shows are Bud Light compared to you. <laughs> Listen, thank you, and his name is Buddy. Ooh, that hurts when your own kids get involved. That hurts. And you know what's brutal? As you can imagine, I have a lot of fun giving my boys a lot of guff. We just That's the kind of family we are. I mean, my boys will say something to me because they know what I'm going to do. They'll say, Dad, I got to... I get a bruise on my arm and I'll say, oh, I'm so sorry. Bring it over here, buddy, so I can make sure it's okay. And they'll get that grin on their face. They'll be like, no. And I'll say, why not? And they'll say, because you're just going to press on it and hurt me. No, maybe this time it's different, buddy. Bring it over here. And then, of course, because they're boys, they bring it over anyway because they want me to. So, again, we're that kind of family. Boys are vicious about my eyes now. Because I've, t- I've complained to you already because I'm 40 going on 90. My eyes are starting to go, not not up close, but from across the room. I can't read clocks and stuff like that anymore. The, 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 the oven clock, man, I was 15 feet away from it the other day. And it was just a big jumble of blue. And they give me so much garbage for that. Now, kids, you know what, kids? That's not nice. It's disrespectful. What, Chris? All right, Chris brought up context. Ah. <sighs> Longtime listeners to the show will remember it was about a year ago almost exactly a year ago, I finally decided to go to the eye doctor. I hadn't I had I wasn't driving dangerously, Chris. I just couldn't read the street signs, okay? It's fine. Anyway. I finally go see the eye doctor after two or three years of things getting blurrier. Doctor drops the bomb on me. You gotta wear glasses. Now, I only need to wear them when I'm uh, like, like watching TV or driving. Again, up close, I'm fine. Well, Doc starts blowing me up that it's time for my yearly appointment. I have to come back again for another one. I go back again. Both eyes have gotten a little bit worse. Now, not drastically worse, but a little bit worse. So they give me a prescription to go upgrade my prescription. Get this. And I have, I have health insurance. I go over to fill the prescription for a new pair of glasses, $500. Oh, I know, Chris. Oh, I know. And, and uh, I went through all the uh, insurance stuff. And even at the end of that, it turned out to be like $250 for a new pair of glasses. And the wife is furious about it. I'm not doing it. I refuse. I would, I'd rather see blurry. I'm not paying $250 for a crappy pair of reading glasses. So speaking of contacts, here's what I'm going to do, Chris. I'm holding out for another year. I'll just hold out another year, double my money, get contacts, boom. Chris, you of all people should appreciate that. All right, shoot. I forgot to get to uh, how communists think. I'm going to get to that in a second. Dang it. All right, now we've talked a lot about veterans on the show so far. Have you signed up to give to Tunnel to Towers yet? Tunnel to Towers is out there paying off mortgages for Gold Star Families. They've already broken ground on what they call the Do Good Village. It's in Lando Lakes, Florida. Speaking of Florida, it's the first of its kind. It's not a home. It's 110 of them. It's a community. And they're building this community so these Gold Star families can move in there and heal together and be together and play together. There's a pool. I mean, you want to talk about a blessed mission. They're out there blessing people who've lost everything. Everything. Imagine being that wife, couple kids. He's never coming home again. They need community. They need things like Tunnel to Towers. And Tunnel to Towers asks you for eleven dollars a month. That's all. Eleven dollars a month. Go to T the number two T dot org and sign up today. T Two T dot org. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and it is time to talk about what I've been teasing for a little bit. Now, I forgot. I've been, I've been forgetting. I got distracted. I got distracted, Chris. It's time to talk about how communists think. Today, Florida passed a bill. They passed a bill taking away the tax exempt status for Disney. Then, of course, you have a few weapons grade losers on our side who are uncomfortable with this, but for the most part, people are excited. If you would like to hear how the Florida Democrats handled the news as it was passed, enjoy this little soundbite of Screaming Monkeys.
0: And we will vote on these two bills. It is my hope that we will be able to proceed civilly and with decorum and with respect for one another. Read the next bill. By
1: Sunder Bradley, Senate Bill 4C built me Yeah, it goes on for another minute like that. Which just—I mean, look, it's—it's it's like dating a redhead in there. It's bad. It's really what, Chris? It's fine. It's a joke. We can make jokes either way. It was bad. And let's remember how all this began, right? How did all this begin? Christopher Rufo, my friend Christopher Rufo, he—he he started putting out internal videos from Disney, showing Disney to be a really, really um, perverted. Disgusting? Grooming? What word do we want to use for it? At the highest levels, Disney believes in cramming LGBTQ Air Force stuff down the throats of your children. They're open about it. They're quite honest about it. And they begin to scream at Florida for passing a bill, a very simple bill, remember, that said, "Uh, don't talk to kindergartners about their gender. Uh, That's that's not appropriate. Disney decided to get involved. Florida hit back. And a big part of this was the libs of tiktok social media account if you're not on social media account just know if you're not on social media just know it's an account that was talking about this stuff and then the washington post and their journalist if that's what we want to call her taylor lorenz they decided to go after and expose this libs of tiktok person so they couldn't be anonymous anymore they're getting all kinds of death threats so on and so forth now that's terrible by any measure right by any measure for you a sane person um a major media organization like the Washington Post goes after a person who wants to remain anonymous and exposes their information, knocks on the door of their relatives. I mean, any, any reasonable human being, you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be an American Republican to think, okay, that's kind of gross. I want you to listen very closely to Brian Stelter. Uh, this is probably the first time you've actually heard Brian Stelter besides the clips I play on my show. But... I want you to listen very closely once you get past the sound of his effeminate voice and hear how he justifies something so terrible. Listen to this. There's a great lesson in here.
3: But we're leading today's show with the rarely seen human toll of America's latest fight over LGBTQ rights. Let's just be honest. Hate and homophobia is lurking right beneath the surface in American politics right now years of increasing acceptance of gays and transgenders is provoking a backlash on right-wing talk shows and in state houses. That's the backdrop for this Washington Post piece about libs of TikTok, a Twitter account that shares and sometimes ridicules public posts from progressive educators and others deemed libs. Teller Lorenzo's story revealed the identity of the conservative woman running libs of TikTok.
1: Pay attention. This is the look. He already just admitted it re- she ran a story, revealed her identity, but why, Brian? Why do you think that was okay? And
3: now there's a roiling debate about her story and the ethics of it, but there's no debating the influence of the Libs of TikTok account. It's even helped inform Florida's recent parental rights law, deemed the Don't Say Gay Bill by opponents. So here's what I want to know What's it like to be caught in the middle of all this? What's it like for an educator? Who says that don't say gay law is a life or death issue for young trans people.
1: Did you hear it? Did you hear how he defended it? Do you hear the so-called righteous anger he feels? Did you hear how he defended it? Well, yeah. I mean, a Washington Post uh, took an anonymous account and and exposed her. But these gay people say it's life or death. We always have to remember, as evil as the communists are, what makes them truly dangerous and the reason they've managed to murder so many people in their brief hundred year or so existence is they believe 100% they're the good guys. They're fighting against evil and therefore anything they do against you is justified because again... They're the good guys, you're evil, so hey, if we have to expose some anonymous person and now she's getting death threats, that's fine, that's the heretic, and actually, you know what, listening to Brian Stelter's voice actually inspires me, uh, have, have you gotten a hold of Chalk yet? Just, I want you to listen, I want you to listen again, just listen, listen to this voice. But we're leading today's show with the rarely seen human. T- Do you want your voice to sound like that? It is important you keep your testosterone levels high, fellas. Testosterone levels are at an all-time low. Should I play it again? But we're leading today's show. Do you want to sound like that? Go get a male vitality stack from Chalk. C-H-O-Q. Male vitality stack. It's three different things. They're all natural. Not a bunch of chemicals or medical crap. All natural. U.S. manufacturing. A company that loves this country. And they don't want you to sound. But
3: we're leading today's show.
1: Like that. They want you to sound like a man and be strong so we can fight these people off. And it's 30% off for a limited time at CHOQ.com. Go get the male vitality stack, but use the code Jesse. That gets you 30% off. CHOQ.com promo code Jesse. All right. Look, Chris, that's what you call a public service announcement. Can you imagine as a dude waking up every day and sounding like this? But
3: we're leading today's show with the rarely seen human toll. That's tough. Look, that what? That's tough. Look,
1: Chris, I think you need to be reminded of something. You know, freedom is not free. What, Chris? It's fine. <laughs> All right. We're going to get to some emails. Um, Barack Obama gave a speech today. And you know how we've been talking a lot about what the Democrats might do going into 2022. I mean, we know they're not just gonna lay down and take it, right? I mean, speaking of which, quit, Chris. They're not just gonna lay down and take it. What are they gonna do heading into 2022? I think Barack Obama accidentally gave us a nice little preview of that today. Hang on, you're gonna wanna hear this. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest
2: for Safeway.
1: Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plan start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, and 15 gigs of data and a mobile hotspot. Just go to PureTalk.com slash Jesse and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, go to PureTalk.com slash Jesse to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk.